live and local from Peterborough. This is PCR. Don Mason Show, every Thursday. Great bands, great guests, great music. The alternative to the alternative, live on Peterborough Community Radio. One station for many communities. This is PCR.
Oh, good evening and welcome to uh, the Dot Mason Show, Peterborough City Radio, 103.2 FM. We started the show there with a band called the Low Down Dirty Heathens. Uh, they come from uh, North Carolina, USA, and the song was called Let the Past Be the Past. Did really enjoy that one. Uh, we've had uh, 13 tracks sent to the show, only one international track this week. Uh, we just played that one. Uh, when live in the studio, we've got the uh, Pocket Symphony Orchestra, a local indie rock band, uh, live in the session this evening. Uh, next track coming up for you is a band by the name of uh, Raji Gadji, and the song's called Crooks. <laughs> Crooks and uh, Raji Gadji from uh, Newcastle. I had to dedicate that one to uh, Sheila and Rob Hislop out in uh, Cambridge there. And guys, thank you for listening and watching the show. Well, thank you for listening to the show. We'll be watching the show later on, I hope. Uh, this is a band from Manchester. They go by the name of the Peacock Method, and the song's called Your Faith.
Manchester's The Peacock Method and a song called Your Faith. If you want to send a uh, track into the show, please email me at uh, mason at sky.com. Uh, somebody mentioned that I might be a little bit rusty this evening. Well, my throat sounded a little bit rusty. Uh, so what I really need, guys, if anybody run, wants to run down here and bring a, a few beers or a bottle of vodka, that would go down very, very well. But a little squirt of WD-40 will probably do the WD-40 or 30. What is it? WD-40. Oh, dear, I'm losing my mind. Don't know what's going on here. Uh, this is a band called Breeze and the song's called Adrenaline.
breeze and adrenaline. I'm going to dedicate that one to uh, Stuart and Heather up in uh, Nottingham. It sure is nice to be back into the studio. Uh, had a bit of a deli belly. That's well, I've had it nearly a week, really. Sort of like, so it hit me that first day just before I was going to come to the show, and I thought, oh my god! And I was really quite ill on Friday. Didn't do very much work at all. So I got back into work Saturday, ate some food. And as soon as I ate some food, it made me bad again. It's been like that on and off all week. So one day I've been starving myself, and another week I've been eating some food. It sort of gets worse because every day I starve myself. We eat worse the next day. Uh, anyway, I did eat like a pig last night, and I've not been sick or. Uh, or anything else like that. My bowels are back to normal, thank God. You didn't really need to know that, did you? Anyway, this is a band called uh, Brosman and a song called uh, Merry Man. Oh, band called uh, Bronson and a song called uh, Man. I'm going to dedicate that one to Jill and uh, Michael Day up in Mar- Market Deep in near Peterborough. I hope you're uh, feeling better, Jill. Uh, and I know Michael, he does like a bit of electronica, so I think it's about the closest we're going to get to it at the moment. This is a band called uh, Dirty Royale. They, they come from somewhere because I haven't typed it in on my page, and this song is called Better Than Worse. <laughs> Thank you. 
Dirty Royal and better than worse. This could be the last track before we go live with our guest band this evening, the Pocket Symphony Orchestra. It's always a mouthful, that one. Uh, this is a band called Cliche Cult. They call... Start again. This is a band called Cliche Cult. They come from Leeds and the song is called Slippy.
uh, Cleese Court and a song called uh, Slipping. Now it's time to go over to our guest band this evening, the uh, Pocket Symphony Orchestra. Guys, how are you doing? Good, how are you, Doc? Fine, famous Barry. It's, it's got to be three or four years, isn't it, since you've been on? It's got probably four years, because we've had three years of sort of pandemic and God knows yeah, what else. I think it was. We, we were just talking about that before we came on air. But, um, yeah, four, three and a half, four years. Three and a half, four years, yeah. We haven't... It was just before... Well, was it before our last album came out? Yeah, So yeah, then yeah. that was, yeah, about four years ago. There we go. Um, yeah. have you, and have you got a new album coming out now? Yeah, we have. We've uh, just put a new single, the first single out from it, um, which we're going to play for you at the moment. Uh, and then, yeah, the album should be out later this year. Oh, I look forward to hearing it. So, what's the, what's the new single called? <clears throat> Safe Inside a Song. And off you go.
Oh, cool shout there. Throw your arms around the stranger. Now together, jump inside. The difference is dissolving. Change inside a song. As the summer starts to fade, you worry you won't feel the same. You can't store that feeling. Well, are we okay this time? Yeah, we, <laughs> we got your dog, didn't we? <laughs> you did indeed. You, you caught me right on there, guys. Definitely. Um, for anybody who's not uh, heard you before, how long's the band been together? Uh, ten years. Ten years. Ten years. Ten years. And who were the founding members? Uh, Darren and I. Ugh. So, uh, yeah, we actually started out as a... Uh, it was just me wanting to write an album and record one. Uh, mm-hmm. and I, could, I could play everything myself, but I decided I wanted to try and work the songs out with someone... So I called one of my oldest friends. We used to be in a band back together, uh, back, what, 21 years ago, 23 years ago, we started a band together, but was, we were together for six years then. So anyway, we decided we were going to play some songs together, and then we decided to record some songs, and then it was just the two of us, and we got, gathered a band of people with a few rotating faces, but these guys have all been, Dave was the newest member, and you've been in the band, what, three years? Pre-pandemic. Yeah, before, yeah. before the pandemic. Just before COVID. Oh, well, yeah. so you've been together, yeah. So this, this line-up has been together about three years, I think. Not nice and stable then. Mm. And how do you go about writing songs then, uh, Barry? Is it a, is it like a uh, sort of band 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 thing altogether, communal thing, or is it? I think it changes depending on the the individual song. Um, I write a bulk of our material, but Darren writes some songs mm-hmm. and brings them in. Um, or we we've been both writing songs for over twenty years, so sometimes we just pull one out of the <laughs> out of the hat that just feels the right time to do it. Um, and then other times people just jam stuff. Um, uh, yeah, someone comes up, Adam comes up with a bass line, or Jake yeah. comes up with a guitar line, and we just base a song around that, and then I write something to that. So, just depends. Yeah, it's mul- multiple ways of writing songs, yeah. isn't there? So, yeah, yeah. And you should be open to all of them, I think. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, Some, sometimes people have a you know a good good set of lyrics. Sometimes there's a good melody, and sometimes, like you say, jamming it out. I always like the method of jamming out a song. I don't know why. That's <laughs> always what used to be one of my favourite methods: is just sort of ad libbing a song and recording it on the spot, and then go yeah. back to it the week later and see how, how it can progress. I don't know why. That always seems to be my favourite yeah, way of doing it. It is fun way when you when that magic happens and you get a good song out of it. Sometimes that happens and it just turns out to be utter tosh. <laughs> Like five guys repeating the same riff for yeah, ten minutes, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, we turned that into a song before as well. Yeah, we we have done that before, yeah, yeah. and we've turned it into a song. Um, on our new album side that way. <laughs> what's the next track you're going to play for us, guys? Um, well, this is actually talking about how we got together. Mm. This is um, one of the oldest songs that we do. Um, Darren wrote this song. Uh, what when it, like it was a teenager? Yeah, wrote it when I was seventeen, and I'm forty now. So, so there you go. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> should, um, should never give you away, Darren, especially live on air. <laughs> so uh, we've resurrected this one. So uh, this one's called The Urge. Off you go. One, two. You're leaving yearning hearts along the trail Make sure you know what you're doing this time It's 
Whereabouts did you record the new album? Uh, actually, at our own uh, little studio. Uh, we did it all ourselves. Did you? Yeah. You did it over here we are, then? Yep. <laughs> That's the place. You explain to people what here was, because it's a little music venue as well, isn't it? Yeah, um, a little bit of everything. So it started a long time ago as a record label for our first band. I mm-hmm. started putting some stuff out then. Put out a few things. Actually, I met Jake. I put out his uh, first band, a girl called Kate. <laughs> we put, uh, that, that was a very, very long time. A very, very long time ago, in a different lifetime. It feels like uh, put out uh, there a single for them, um, and it kind of laid dormant for a little while. And then when we started doing stuff, it, we started putting things out. And then we needed a, a studio space to use. Yeah. Um, uh, and at the same time, I'd been working uh, putting, promoting stuff on the Peterborough City Market. I had a stall over there. Yeah, I remember you having a place out the market. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, of course the market's all closed down now. It all shut down and went. So, um, so between needing a new a premises for that and wanting a place for us, we got the the same place. So mm. the the venue over in now Godrick Square. Mm. Um, yeah. So that has a, has a little bit of everything all on one, one roof there. So we've got the stuff that I was doing the, the merchandise uh, for other bands and artists. 
um, a little studio section. Uh, and the studio can be flipped into an event space for gigs, which I know you've attended. Yeah, one. I have. Yeah. yeah, we had great fun down there. It was really, <laughs> really, really great night. So, you know, so, and you've got loads of gigs. You're playing there next week yourself. And we you? are playing indeed ourselves at our own space. This is the first time we've actually taken the stage there. So we've had quite a few gigs over the last nine months or so. Mm. Uh, it's the first time we're playing. That's next Thursday night. Um, so yeah, please who, who else down. is playing with you? Because you got um, yeah. So we've got a band coming over from the states uh, called TV Moms. Oh, um, they sound a little. They remind me of early Nirvana, but um, yeah, yeah, uh, sounded great. Uh, they called. They'd heard of the venue and they just called me out of the blue and said, "We're no. putting a UK tour together. Can we come and play?" So oh, absolutely, yeah, sure. Uh, gave them a listen, loved it. So yeah, said yeah, and then we've agreed to play with them. And uh, we've also got a band called the AIDS Grenades. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they are. Uh, I'm not quite sure what to expect from them because uh, like, like what I read and what I heard were two very different things and the, the guys in the band said that they've lightened up their sound but they were quite hardcore once upon a time so we don't know. <laughs> where, where, are they, where are they travelling from? Well, originally they were from Torquay, this is what I heard, but uh. now I, we got a message from them saying they're not coming from Torquay, they're coming from like Northampton or something. So uh. I, don't, <laughs> I don't know where it's they're coming from. It's going to be interesting next doing. Thursday so, then, isn't it? Yeah. It really um, is going to be interesting. Yeah, and opening the show is a local guy called Drowsy, mm. J-R-O. So what time does all that kick off? Uh, seven o'clock. You got and what time's it all finishing? About eleven o'clock. God, you've got to be quick on the change over there. Oh, that's easy enough done. Yeah. <laughs> and we haven't got really got we haven't got really got care for you. We? we can play the whenever we want. That's the yeah. great thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, well, it's hidden away, isn't it? That's, it's that's out of the, the way. main thing. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really out of the way. You know, uh, the best thing about it for me is it's in walking distance from my house. <laughs> <laughs> Stumbling distance, you mean distance? You mean Doc? After a few pints, right? You, you've got it. <laughs> you've got it. And I remember if me and Tone went last time and we was like, come on, we can walk there. Yeah, and it was... We had a little bit of a detour, but we found our way pretty well. We, you know what I mean? We found our way pretty well. So, and the way home, it didn't seem quite so long as... On, yeah, it never does. On, <laughs> as on, on the way going. But, yeah, it is, it is in walking distance. I was like, I, know, I roughly know where this place is. I reckon I can sort of walk to it. And, yeah, it can walk to it, without a doubt. And stagger home. Yeah. Without a doubt. And stagger home. Hey, you got plans for expansion? Because when, when we was there, it was well rammed. Um, at the minute, no, but um, it's, yeah, it's something we'll think about. Mm. I'd rather um, uh, sell out a small space than yeah. constantly be trying to, uh, to fill out. Because part of the reasons a lot of the bands are enjoying playing there is it doesn't take much to fill the room. And it's, it's intimate, fit, very yeah, intimate. And it, and it feels great when you're yeah. playing, you know, 40 people in that room feels great. 40 people in a much larger room yeah. You know, yeah. It, yeah. It, it makes a big, big difference. So. Yeah. Yeah. Is it fair to call it sort of like a DIY punk venue? Yeah, call it what you like, but that's what, that sounds <laughs> like a reasonable description. Um, sometimes I call it a micro venue because it's pretty yeah. tiny. Um, but that's half the, half the charm, I think. Yeah, that's it. Well, good on you. I mean, we need as many venues as we can to showcase uh, music in Peterborough. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and there, are some, there are some great ones, but yeah, it's nice to be alongside. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's the next track you're going to play for us? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, so this one's also off the next uh, the new album. It's called Tell Everyone I'm Going Away. Off you go.
got a load of uh, comments to uh, read through. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, Simon said... Get it right a minute. Simon first felt, he says, uh, good evening from Das Capitans and uh, get that collars t-shirt off immediately. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I just bought a new t-shirt off Simon, but he hasn't got it to me yet, so ah, I'm running out of clothes I've got to wear. And uh, Matthew Fick, he says, digging it, well done, sending good vibes from Flint, Michigan. Keep up the good work. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, Hayley Chapman, she says, my band free to decide would really like to play with you at a gig some point. Cool tunes. Uh, Michael Day, he says, great band, really like them. Uh, Stuart Inger says, love from Knots, great sound here. Hayley Chapman again, she says, uh, intimate gigs. And uh, big shout out to Blanks in uh, Lincolnshire for watching. Guys, thank you very much for yeah. listening and watching the show. Thank you. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I sort of struggled to... It's this new sort of version of Facebook where you switch between all your different profiles and it's uh, got me well confused here and there. <laughs> Yeah, because I've managed quite a few pages, and you're like, hang on a minute, that's not the page, that's not the page. And then yeah, yeah, I've done it before, we've all done it. You yeah. reply, and you're like, oh, actually, I didn't mean to reply as that entity. That's, uh, yeah. that's my personal opinion. <laughs> that's it, yeah. <laughs> 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 that's my personal opinion does not reflect the opinions of this organisation. <laughs> <laughs> they do now. <laughs> well, uh, so how long have you been inv- involved in music, Barry? Because, I mean, I can remember, you, you, like you say, you're you in your market store. You you've like sell merchandise here and there at certain gigs, don't you, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I've done and, all that. And, and sort of like, what about start bands and this, and even music, yeah, so it, well, music I, itself? As a teenager, um, my first band was with Darren. Um, mm. I had barely any drum experience, but wanted, wanted to be in a band really badly. Um, so we just started a band. Darren could already play the guitar quite well. So I had to get better as a drummer. We recruited a couple of others and we started a band. We were like 16. What was the name of that band? Uh, Absent. Absent. Yeah. Mm. What about you, Darren? How old was you when you took up the guitar? Um, I started at junior school. Did you? Around um, nine years of age. Started secondary school, gave up for two years. Mm-hmm. Then my dad got me a, got me a Squire Strat and uh, started me off again from there. And so I've been playing ever since, really. So. Did, did you grow up in a musical family? Was you... Um, yeah, fairly. My um, my great grandfather he he played um, he played a um, woodwind instrument in a band cool. like back in the day. And then my nan played a bit of piano. And yeah, my dad's played guitar for years. He's never played in a band. But um, well, so you we have a Christmas sing song once a year then. Yeah. Yeah, occasionally, yeah. I, I've joined him for a jam over there. His dad's actually, his dad, your dad's better than he gives himself credit yeah. for. <laughs> He's got more guitars than me as well. <laughs> Has he? Oh, well, that's yeah, why he's handy to borrow a dad's guitar, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he's got more than our bass player, Adam, though. <laughs> are, you, are, you a, are you a collector of bass guitars in Adam? Not bass guitars, just anything with a, anything with a neck and a body. <laughs> 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 that could mean different things to different people. <laughs> Without a doubt, how long you been playing? How long you been playing the bass for, then, Adam? Uh, I started when I was sixteen, so that's uh, what just last year. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-one years. Yeah, uh, yeah play guitar as well. And what was the name of the first band you was in? Because I do like asking what's the name of these first bands because some of them are absolutely crackers. We had a like a one with friends. We didn't really have a name. Uh, then I joined another band called Kulak. Mm-hmm. Which is a a rap metal band. Oh yeah, new metal. Yeah, uh, and then I joined another band with Barry called End of Part One. End. End of Part End One. Of part oh, one. Well, yeah, that's mine and Adam's project. Yeah, you like esoteric names, don't you, Barry? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is what happened after the commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> And and uh, we've got drums out. Dave on drums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> long, he's he's enough don't be shy. Yeah, don't be shy. <laughs> How long have you been playing drums for, mate? Uh, oh, they can't hear him. Hang on. There you go. Yeah, up. Go on again. No. Oh, oh, right. I show Since him. he was at secondary school, he said he's been playing. <laughs> well, fair enough. Tell us, can you get him to pass on what was the name of the first band he was in? Hypnosis. Oh. <laughs> they changed the name to Overthrow. I don't know why, actually. I think we just got retired of hypnosis. Oh, they just got bored of hypnosis. Oh, right. And I think, I think Jake... Well, has lost its effect after a while, so... <laughs> <laughs> Overthrow sounds <laughs> I think we've only got Jake to ask, because I think we haven't... We have, no, Jake's the only guy we've not asked. Uh, so, how, how old were you, Jake, when you picked up a guitar? Um, I, I, about 14, somewhere in secondary school, something like that. Um, yeah, we... we it wasn't my first instrument. Was um, it not? No, no, I started on saxophone, um, you know, being that kind of nerdy kid. Um, was you encouraged to take up the saxophone by your, your parents then? Yeah, well, my, a, bit, a, bit, a bit of both, a bit of both. Um, but the guitar came about just because uh, the saxophone is so, so loud. Mm. Um, and ironically, the, the electric guitar being, you know, known for being really loud, you could actually play it really, really quietly. <laughs> and I just spent my life playing guitar everywhere, on the bus and at school, and I'd hide in the cupboard, you know. <laughs> But do you still do you still tinker on the saxophone? Because um, I mean, I'll, I'll say yes because it's way cooler, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, saxophone. Did you bring it down pre- to the studio and took it out of the box? I think once. I've seen took it out of yeah, the box. Yeah, well, we, we were going to oh, record some parts taste, of the studio, I say, but out of it. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, we were going to put some saxophone parts on on the um, on the album. Yeah. Um, we definitely played around with it. Um, we wanted some horns. Um, so in the end, I sent them to my my cousin. Um, is uh, is a Scar band, yeah, ah. so they were. So we sort of thought we'll just let the the practiced, <laughs> <laughs> and the, and they, they could obviously lay a different horn. So we sent it to them, uh, mm. a band called The Upside up in Newcastle that he's in. Um, so their horn section appears on one of our songs oh, cool. uh, on this new album. So, uh, but yeah, Jake was going to step to the mantle, but it was just a lot easier. To <laughs> maybe maybe at some point in the future, yeah. but uh, not not at the moment. Fair enough. And, and how long did it take you to record the whole album? Then you've been doing bits oh, and bobs. Uh, we've been We're doing still it. going. Yeah, no, <laughs> the album is completely finished. It just needs to be mastered, which I need to send it to the mastering engineer. We're going to send it to um, Jake Day over at the, not this Jake Day. So the other Jake this Day. is the confusion. So there has the same name as our guitarist um, from Northacre. Um, he should be mastering it, um, but I need to send it to him. So whenever I do that. It's de- definitely one of the challenges of recording your own album is knowing when to stop. Yeah. Um, so so many times that it, it's really easy to to listen to something and, and think that you know you could improve it again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And as we were going through, you know, by the time you get to the last song, you listen back to the first song and you've already learned so much. Yeah. Um, then you say well, we could do better on that first song. Exactly. <laughs> but I, I think it, it gets to a, it gets to a point where where, where you say yeah, that will go on forever. You know, you could always yeah, of course, of course, um, yeah, because you drive off from the studio, put put a CD in your car or an MP3 on your phone. Or whatever, you'll be playing it, and then you'll think, Oh, that bit there, just don't like that bit. I think we'll alter that bit, and then somebody else will come back. Have you heard this bit? No, I've not heard that bit, and so yeah, I know what you're getting at. So, yeah, I mean, it does, it does have, have it, better, it has but... advantages because yeah. obviously you can sort mm. of like improve, but it has disadvantages because, like you say, you can go on forever and a day, just doing to, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, how long do you think it's took you? Um, probably about three years because we started, to, yeah, oh, yeah, because it was a like, pandemic, and yeah, we started just before then, so then that yeah. did put uh, a little bit of a uh, a stop it, but we did it in three phases. We decided to do uh, one group of songs, and then uh, find the strongest of those, and then the next group, and the next group, and then combine them into an album. Um, the strongest from each 
sort of yeah. so like three writing sessions yeah and you, your current stuff will take it it's on all streaming platforms you can get it on spotify and this that and the other uh, you will be able to once the album's out yeah, yeah the latest single's already out yeah everywhere. Um, yeah yeah, and, and all uh, that back catalog. Are, are, you, are you planning to release, release some physical copies? Any vinyl or anything yeah, well, like that? We, we may we may do vinyl, but we we definitely will do some um, other physicals. Yeah, CDs and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, we have done in the past, so we'll yeah. keep with that. We've done vinyl in the past, but it's um, yeah, it's, it's tough to if you hit those numbers. You're going to sit on some stock for a while. Yeah, so mine is a lot more people perhaps nowadays collecting vinyl than yeah. It's, if you price it right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whole, a lot of calculations to do there, Doc. Yeah, right. <laughs> I just wanted the limited edition one, just in case. You, you, you <laughs> okay. That's fine. If you if you want to pay the fifteen hundred for the print run, Doc, then uh, we'll, you can have them all. Uh, I only need one. <laughs> uh, well, sometimes I buy two. Sometimes I buy two. Sometimes I buy one that I play, and the other one is for scratching. No, I just like, don't. No, <laughs> just, just leave it. Just leave it sealed. Just leave it sealed. You know, it's been known here and there. If I get a bit megalomaniac about a band, you know. So anyway, off to off to the next track. Okay, well, um, we're going to slow the tempo down a little bit more. Um, this one is called <coughs> "Saddest Lullaby." Off you go.
plays a tune We thought that you would like it It's like one your mother had But you'll never have a chance to watch Those animals dancing to bronze overhead As you're drifting off to sleep Two more shout outs. Uh, shout out to uh, Lee Gurney. Shout out to uh, Joe Makin. Shout out to uh, Seb Thompson. Shout out to uh, Kerry Dean. And a shout out to uh, Gillian Barnett. Uh, Blank says, sounds awesome. Seb Thompson says, sounding cool. And a uh, shout out to Princess Andrea Lilly. That's plenty of people watching your show this evening. Yeah, I think it's the first time you came into the studio with a, with a piano, Barry. I can't remember you uh, turning up before. Yeah, no, it is. Um, a lot of these songs I wrote on the piano. Um, I have in the past written songs on the piano. On our first album, is a song yeah. which is wholly piano. But um, yeah, generally, I don't haven't been playing a lot of them live. I like to get in people's faces, and get up front, and just let so, these guys play them. So this is, so is going to be a, a change of style. Then, how are you going to fit all that into here? We aren't next week. Plus the audience, come down <laughs> and find out. <laughs> come, well, come down after the show. We'll come down after the radio show. Yeah, you're going to come down after your show. Yeah, and have a, have a look in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a look in. You know, so, yeah, it's going to be a bit, you know, somebody's going to, I reckon somebody's going to get out that uh, great big sort of sledgehammer or something, knock into next, <laughs> no, knock into next door and then dry, drywall it up the uh, following morning. We're going to do it in the round. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do it in the middle of the Gulfwick Square. Yeah, there we yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, it's a B stage. It's just me, I walk outside and the piano's out, out there in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose you can do it in that little reception area and stuff somewhere like that. But yeah, yeah it's going to be a very intimate gig. That's that, that's that's for sure. Yeah, five of us on the tiny little stage. Yeah. So, so I forgot to ask you, how long have you been playing the piano for? Um, I still don't think I can. <laughs> that, that sounded wonderful to me. Okay, well, thank you. Uh, I've been tinkering on pianos any time anyone had let me near one, uh-huh. but usually after about ten minutes of me being near one, they'd no longer let me near it. So, um, uh, but a, a little while ago. Um, I uh, decided to just spend a lot more time sitting there teaching myself. Yeah. I think there, there are a lot of songs on this album as well that uh, either Barry wrote on piano or mm-hmm. 
um, it just made sense that we you know we wanted piano on it. Yeah, this 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 sound really sweet. Yeah, makes the so- makes the, the sort of songs sound bigger. If you understand what I mean. Yeah. No, and we've. So one of the songs, for instance, like Safe Inside a Song that we played earlier, mm-hmm. I wrote that on the piano, but there's no piano. So we've tried to be just use it where it will yeah. serve the song and not just put it there for the sake of it. But um, yeah, that last one, obviously, was one of those songs. Yeah, it definitely, definitely worked, yeah. you know, without a doubt. So you're multi-talented, Barry, really. <laughs> I don't know about that, but yeah. Don't put yourself down, mate. Don't put yourself down. Or oh, shout out to uh, Paul Douglas. What's the next track you were going to play for us? Yeah, all right. Well, to that end, then I suppose I'll play some uh, ukulele for you. Oh! <laughs> all right. Yeah, so this one uh, is called I Can Be Happy. All these lyrics, they sort of like do you pop into your head. Uh, that one, um, that one's a very d- deep personal song that mm. just kind of came out. Um, trying me, trying to. I, I was sitting with the ukulele and I was actually playing something else that I'd kind of written on it, and then I just kept playing that. 
refrain over and over again and I just started crying <laughs> and then those words flew out and they were the same words that I wrote in the next three minutes so really cool um, I, I remember the, f- the first time I heard it and we were kind of in lockdown I think a lot of people were definitely feeling um, well a bit lonely a bit oh, depressed yeah. and, and stuff through, through. It, it, it hit me hard the first time I, I heard it and um, uh, we, we kind of played around with arranging it and thinking and, and actually I think we pretty much took that first ukulele take that was used for the demo and yeah, it was the, added yeah. a bit of guitar and that was it because that, that, that first take just um, it hit me hard and yeah. we stuck with it yeah, this, there's just a single take on the album. We we did try re-recording it, but it just wasn't quite. The first one was sometimes the best one. Yeah, yeah. It? For all its flaws and all, you know, there's mm. some. Yeah, it's not perfect, but it's it's the best. Yeah, it's, it's getting the message across. Though. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. We have been living through very strange times, haven't we? Really recently, yeah. there's, there's plenty of songwriting material. That's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> At least it, it's, there's not a dearth of that. You know, so you know, with the I mean pandemic the war in ukraine the financial crisis are things ever going to go back to to normal again who, who knows i think um those things have been going on around the world for many many years we've just they've not been on our doorstep for a long time <coughs> oh no yeah, yeah like the war war is closer to home than it's been um pa- uh, epidemics and pandemics uh, you know epidemics have been going on in mm-hmm. asia for a very long time yeah. um but all of a sudden we're now seeing them on our doorstep and I think it's, it's reminding people that those things are never far far away um, and you should treasure everything and never take anything for granted yeah. Do you think that might be encouraging people to go out more in a way and enjoy things a little bit more? I, 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 see, I, I see both sides I think there are a lot of people who've been terrified into staying in their homes Yeah, um, and then a lot of people who are wanting to savour those time, you know, those yeah. outdoors and you know yeah, because I mean, say like during the Second World War, there's a lot of people who sort of did did get out and lived their life to the full. They thought, "Oh, we best get on with it while we can." Yeah, I think that I think you see find those people. But as I said, that equally there are other people who just yeah. want to have disappeared a little more into themselves, which is a shame. It is, yeah. But, yeah. Well, I think I may have been one of those people in the first part of it, but then the second part of it, I'm like, oh well, you just can't be sitting around here all the time, you know what I mean? You just need to get out and enjoy yourself and get on with it, because who knows anyway? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's all well and good if you can overcome the anxieties that yeah. a lot of people feel about going out about, you know, now. Um, there, are, you know, there are some people that used to come to our shows, and I know that, yeah, that we've not seen them in a long time because of that. Um, so hopefully mm. they can work through their own yeah, yeah. Anxieties and yeah. Come back out, but yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. I know. You know, different. You know, it can affect people in in totally in different ways and numerous ways and stuff like that. And it hit your self confidence and you know just the fact that you've not been out for a long time and then yeah, and that makes it harder if yeah. you're a person who already yeah. struggles. If you're not sort of extrovert like myself, yeah, exactly. If you're an introverted person who doesn't like to be out and about, then all the, you know, then that's taken away. Yeah. You're unpracticed. And yeah. You need to yeah, the whole find, thing, the find whole, your strength whole, again. That's so. right, exactly. What's the next song? How many more songs you got left for us, by the way? As many as you want us to play. Yeah, we can keep playing. I want to carry on then, <laughs> off we <and> go. <laughs> okay. What's this one called? Uh, Trauma Overdrive. Ooh.
Pleasant dreams, my soul, sweet natured friend. My pain is non-existent at your end. Your farewell smile will scar my memory. Make sure you claim my spirit when you leave. I'd like to thank you for the ride. Now I've hit trauma overdrive. You left me stone cold sober. I'd like to thank you for the ride. Now I've hit trauma You weren't prepared to let me compensate The circumstance is hard for me to bear It's as if you never even cared You left me stone cold sober I'd like to thank you for the ride. Now I hit trauma overdrive. You let me stone cold sober. I'd like to thank you for the ride. Now I hit trauma overdrive. Overdrive. I could There was too much in my way I would have even bit the bullet
fair to say you, you sound a little bit more open this 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 new materials a lot more open and a lot more space and a lot more sort of instrumentals you even you even sort of sounding a bit more like a progressive rock band than <laughs> i think those uh, those tendencies have always been there uh, and we maybe rein them in too much i think that's what we we realized we've been doing in the past you know editing ourselves a little too much yeah you, you um, just got to flow with it didn't you really? yeah and i think i think a big part of that has helped us recording this ourselves we could take the time to work <coughs> these sections out yeah. You know, these, these more intricate parts or work out what we wanted to do, where we were going to put jams in, and then tighten them up. Mm. Um, we had plenty of time to work on this. Uh, uh, whereas uh, in the past, we, we've been paying for studio time and keeping it, yeah. we wanted to keep it. At, at the same time, a lot, a lot of this material, um, we've always liked the kind of improvisational aspect of music, and, and we've tried to keep sections of that, and uh, a little mm. bit kind of un- unstructured and play it by ear at the time. Yeah. There's also um, a couple of linking pieces on the album yeah. as well. Yeah. So, so I think um, I think it reflects much more how we are live because a lot of those early, uh, the stuff from our first two albums yeah. we ha- we extend them or we change the arrangements and they are they are much more much larger than life um, mm. and I, yeah, we, I think for, we've actually managed to capture that more in the sound of them. It's, it's, it's a little bit of a risk. It's a bit of jeopardy when you play, and sometimes it works out, and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it's just mediocre. I think it's working out, definitely. I've got a few more comments and shout-outs. Robert Heslop, he comments, uh, liking the show and uh, liking the band. Uh, Shout-out to uh, Mick Cyclone and uh, shout-out to to, uh, Mark Wilkes. Uh, Guys, thank you very much for listening and uh, watching the show. Yeah, yeah, I think you're definitely uh, sort of not not expanding the sound. That's the word for it, expanding the sound. Yeah, I think that was, was quite conscious. We wanted to, you know, we really wanted to take some more bold approaches on things mm. um, as I said I've layered a lot more instrumentation than I normally would have done um, myself so that adds an extra element in places um, Who, who's, who's chief fiddler of all the knobs on the desk then? Um, it's between me and Jake pretty much like yeah. engineering it Engine- yeah, engineering it I think yeah. so um, in terms of r- arrangements it, it very much varies by yeah, arrangements I think we, we're quite democratic in that yeah. regard um, sometimes and I think this is the, the first album at least that I've been with you that we've we've pushed the limits beyond kind of what we're capable of or, or what we want and then had to rein it back afterwards yeah, yeah we we, put, we try to make ourselves uncomfortable sometimes with some of the, the pieces and then, mm. then then bring it back yeah just really um played with time yeah. as we played with all sorts of things um did you enjoy place. doing it because most oh, i know yeah. there's a strange strange question some people don't so, some people really love recording and other oh, people yeah, I, I could like i could just sit in a studio and record stuff forever even yeah. if nobody ever heard it i'd still have a wonderful time so yeah Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I, enjoy, I enjoy doing it, but like I say, some people, like you say, if you, if you, like you say, if you go into, you're paying for a studio, especially, then everything's d- inevitably starts getting a little bit rushed, doesn't it? Really. Yeah. So unless yeah, you've you, got a bottomless pit it, of money, I mean, it, as, as we said, it, it, like it can, you know, <laughs> it can make you do things faster. I mean, we took three years to put this album together, yeah. so we, if we'd been paying for studio time, we might have got ourselves in the, uh, an album sooner. But would it have been as good? I don't know. Like, yeah. I mean, honestly, a lot of it was through through laziness and trying to save money. We were spending so much money on rehearsal space and yeah. lugging kit everywhere that we just yeah. having our own space that we can yeah. kind of Being leave... to indulge ourselves a bit. Yeah, le- leave things set up and come back to it. And uh, You know, it, it's a nice luxury. And, um, yeah. and rehearsal spaces are on the way out. I'm sure we've heard about Rocket Park. And, yeah! Uh, yeah. It's, it's a real, real shame. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a real shame, yeah. So yeah. Ha- having our, o- our own space that we, you know... Yeah, well, use, even hopefully you can take advantage of that a little bit, perhaps. Oh, I mean, p- people have come mm. in, coming in to mm. use here, we aren't, and, yeah, mm. people are very welcome to drop us a line and come in and use the space. Um, I actually uh, was speaking to Austin just 
yesterday. Um, so yeah, like he they had the rug pulled from under them, and it would have taken yeah. them a lot to uh, yeah. to restart, and they just mm. didn't have it in them anymore. So that's yeah. fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they covered. They suffered a couple of setbacks here and there, hadn't they? Yeah. Over the years or so, I can't remember because I did speak to him a year or two ago, and he, he, someone could come up and set him back. But that's that's right, isn't it? That's life sometimes. Yeah, you know, uh, so. we had some wonderful times over there yeah. at Rocket Park. It is, it's, yeah. a, it's a big loss to this uh, to to the city for uh, yeah mm. places because it wasn't just uh, musicians there. You know, they had dance. Um, Groups in there, yeah. earlier and it's a big old place. Yeah, it was, and it, mm. yeah, a very beloved place by a lot of people. Mm. We've, um, yeah, we we did a lot of our yeah rehearsals earlier rehearsals there, um, yeah, through the years. So, yeah, I don't think um, we would have been able to do it you know, without that space. Yeah, so yeah. it is a shame. What's the next track you're gonna play for us, guys? Oh, some nights. Let me just uh, move this microphone back. While Mark Wilkes is watching, it's about time, Mark, uh, you, you guys came back on the show as well. <laughs> if he's still watching, I hope he is. The Mojo Slide. But I just came back from my friend's intervention I need to stay strong I'm chemically altered in the middle of the night I'm most likely to falter It's pretty late, there's no one home Only thing to do is send a message to everyone One of my friends says she has a contact Late night love letter to an addict Walking at midnight through the neighborhood Aston, Gunthorpe, Walton, Brotherhood Just need somebody to help me sleep It's only a few hours till the telephone beeps I lie away with crippling anxiety Afraid of myself I lie awake The long night ahead 
Do you reckon? Do you want to play Turn Away for us? We can. Turn Away, Big Finale. Yeah, that sounds good. We've got two more for you then. Lovely. Uh, uh, one more shout shout to uh, Chris Schilling. You've got to tell us what they are, Bowie. Yeah, so <coughs> this one is called Legacy.
spotlight on the stage Illuminates the artist and the showman You encourage me to be And when I can't find the chords You whisper to me helpfully From adolescent memories If your love will tear us apart It'll bring us all together And heal us in the end Now I've been thinking of The legacy we leave behind we go. So sing my song When I'm no longer with you If you hear my words I can never die
Ladies and gentlemen, the Pocket Symphony Orchestra and a big song to end with. Really did enjoy that one. Uh, well, enjoyed them all, but I really enjoyed that one. I loved that one. Uh, big shout out to uh, Paul Biggins on the uh, desk for doing the sound for us this evening. And a big shout out to Tony Wilshaw for doing the uh, video. Thank you very much, guys. Uh, this is a band from uh, Manchester. They go by the name of uh, Low Orbit, and the song's called Your Paradise. <laughs>
Are you ready for the Peterborough Christmas Light Switch On event? The date? Friday, November the 18th from 5pm until 7.30pm in Cathedral Square. It'll be a traditional switch on, lots of entertainment from local performers, panto stars from the Cresset and Key Theatres, the Cathedral Choir, plus Peterborough's very own elite gymnast, Jake Jarman, who will switch on the lights at 7pm. The event is being organised with Peterborough City Council and is sponsored by the city's business improvement district, Peterborough Positive, Prince Build, O&H Hampton and Nexus Fostering. The Peterborough Christmas Light Switch on 2022 on Cathedral Square, Friday 18th of November, all hosted by PCRFM. Ho, ho, ho! Let's all have a Merry Christmas! Here at Prince Build, we've been supporting local communities and working with businesses for more than 45 years. We're passionate about our home city of Peterborough and the strong relationships we've built within it. Providing apprenticeships, raising funds for good causes and as proud sponsors of The Posh. Oh, and we deliver some great building projects too. Find out more about the work we do and see our latest vacancies at princebuild.co.uk. Prince Build, meeting your business property needs today.
That was a band from uh, Yorkshire. They go by the name of Cytere and a song called uh, Monsters. Uh, this is a band called Heavy Salads, and the song's called Wrong Window. <laughs> Salad and the wrong window. If you want to send a uh, track into the show, please email me at dotmason at sky.com. Uh, this is an artist called uh, Hertz Horn, Hertz Horn, also known as uh, Steve Durnley, and the song's called Daggers in the Static.
Hertorn and uh, Daggers in the Static. That was a very, very interesting song. And I uh, loved the ending there. Uh, just about time for uh, me to go. Don't forget, coming up after the news is Christmas Day and uh, back to the 80s. I'm going to play you out with the last uh, track that was sent in to the show this week. I sent it by a band called uh, Tokyo and the song's called uh, Bleak. Bleak Moors, I believe. Have all gone 